0: tuning Into the room where it happens, an actual play question and answer session built on communal world building and having fun, fun with, with friends.
1: friends. <laughs> Today,
0: Today we are going to um, do a post mortem for season one. Um, We're
2: so sorry, it was 108 episodes.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a regular length for a season of a show. No. Mm-hmm.
2: no <laughs> no it's not hope you enjoyed your five
3: for one it won't be this way in the future <laughs> really we should have just called the arcs seasons yeah
0: I thought about doing that but then it started it seemed like it would be confusing when we, swi- <laughs> when we switched complete story beats like when we like oh season four is just a whole new genre
3: right it yeah. doesn't confuse people when friends at the table does it yeah, but they like do one on one off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of thing. Um, Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah,
0: uh, with me not. today, yeah. as always, uh, playing Anya is Anya.
2: Hi, I'm Anya. You can find me on Twitter at AKA Anya. Just keep saying the word Anya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and playing Shannon is Shannon.
1: I'm Shannon. I use she/her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Big Mom Energy.
4: And playing Richard is Richard. Hi, I'm Richard. Uh, he, him. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And playing Amber is Amber.
5: Hi, I'm Amber. I, she, her pronouns. Uh, I don't have anything to plug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and playing Danielle is Danielle.
3: Hi, I'm Danielle. I use she/her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at RedTailTalk90, and you can find the games that I write at RedTailTalk90.itch.io.
0: And I'm Brian. I moderate this thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, quick question, Izzy: Does everything sound okay? Just type it in the, the Twitch chat. There's a delay, (laughs) delay. we must wait We're all
1: going to (laughs) wait until Izzy tells us everything's okay
0: We are recording Okay, everything's good Yeah, it's not that long of a delay Okay So So yeah, we're just going to answer questions We've all been picking questions um, And we got a lot of fun questions We really appreciate it Everybody who sent in questions We really uh, We really dig it uh, that you like us enough to take time to send questions to us. Cat. Um, there's a cat.
3: <laughs>
0: it's doing something bad. Um, don't worry. The dog is going to go cause that situation to be better, probably. Um, so, how? Who? How do you guys want to start this? You just want to go.
1: I thought you were in charge.
0: Communal I like world building. I
2: like what Daniel suggested.
3: Oh Yeah, so we but, all, all kind of looked at the questions and picked a selection that we really liked uh, Mostly because there are like 30 some odd questions, and if all of us answered all of them, we would be here literally forever uh, So I proposed that we basically go around and each answer a question and just do rounds of questions until We're done and call out uh, the person's Twitter handle so
2: we can thank these people As we go
0: well, we'll go in table order, then. Anya, you're up first.
2: Okay. I'm going to start with my number five question, because it's the one specifically directed at me. Hi, there. Um, sorry, I wasn't providing a scarf for Arrow with my arm. Um, so the question that I have uh, is from at the Sean Deere on Twitter. Uh, hi, Izzy. And the question is, Anya, is there a reason you decided to make Cora a casual alcoholic? In parentheses, this isn't judgy, I'm just very curious. Uh, And my choice for that, like, beyond the, like, it made sense story wise, how I had been playing her to make her vice drinking, she also, like, luckily I can say this now as we are out. uh, We never got to a point where it was something she couldn't control versus everything else in her life was very much something she couldn't control. So, Her casual alcoholism was actually very, uh, therapeutic. And it was something that she could do that. She still had some say in.
0: Cool.
5: Cool. Very cool. Bless. Bless you. Did anybody
0: else like develop when you were developing Mm your vices? I'm going to, I'm just going to also spiral off of other people's questions. Great. Okay. Um, and do like talk show host things. Um, if anybody else, like you don't have to answer it or anything. Uh, Anybody else, like, when you were like, kind of like, when you were choosing your vices, if you went, like, weird with them, like, is there a reason you did like... So I guess in particular like, Seshmir and Crafts. Why did Seshmir go for Crafts? Because, like, everybody else's kind of made sense. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yours didn't. I mean, now
4: now I want to know.
3: karaoke didn't really make sense. It made plenty of sense! <laughs> it's something she had control over, right?
4: Yeah. Um... The main reason I went with crafts is at the same time we were introducing vices, um, I had decided that Seshmir was going to quit drinking. Um, So his obvious choice of, you know, just continuing drinking more frequently and getting, you know, points for it, um, (laughs) I had to come up with something else, and I don't know where actual crafts came from. It was just something that wasn't drinking.
1: That's
0: entirely valid. And I guess okay. So, same question to Shannon. Mm-hmm. Then, why why Tessa and karaoke?
1: Well, because you know the regular stuff like drinking oh, that's and why gambling the Kit Kat
0: tasted weird. It was cinnamon. It was a cinnamon flavored Kit Kat. I
1: Ryan's <laughs> yes. having a revelation. <laughs>
6: sorry, I'm we, sorry. We I just read it. the
0: package.
1: It didn't. The, those those vices didn't seem appropriate to the situation that we were in. And also, it made sense to me because Tessa had gone from being very high profile, very in the spotlight person, to a very quiet, trying to keep it on the down low person, which is not easy for Tessa, because that's that's all that she's
0: ever known, right? Did Tessa ever make that transition? <laughs> <Didn't> she?
1: <laughs> no, she didn't. So, so the the karaoke slam poetry situation was like a replacement for being Tessa from the posters if that makes sense
0: that makes sense Yeah, yeah. it's weird that we never also we ne- hardly ever got to see Zero like indulge her vice because she was just always like nah I'm good so also shit. great at everything she did apparently so <laughs> never had to push herself to do shit
5: <laughs> I did that one time
0: though it's true yeah the, the one time when it really mattered. <laughs> um, oh, I guess also uh, before we get uh, any further into this, I'm gonna—I don't. If you're listening to this, you've gotten through 108 episodes of the show. I'm gonna spoil things.
4: Yeah. So, oh yeah, spoiler so, alert. so yeah, so
0: that's gonna happen. If like I understand, if you need to biggity bounce, but I'm figured. If you're one of the four people watching this, you've, you've listened to the finale of the show. So. There's still
2: only one person watching this. Mm-hmm. No, there's no, there's three, three viewers. Wow. One of them yeah. is Dora. And, and one, of one of them two. is Danielle.
1: Yeah. Hi, Izzy. Hi, Izzy. We are we are going to put this out on the, on
0: the feed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go out on the normal feed, yeah.
1: Is it my turn? It, it is, your is your turn. turn. Okay, so... Um, this one was directed straight at me, and it is it is from um, a Twitter handle at Sean Deer. Hi, it's
6: Izzy
0: again.
1: Yeah, I know it's Izzy. Um, this one is Shannon. What's the most surprising thing about Tessa's character arc? So, um, putting it in the most oblique terms possible, what was most surprising to me about Tessa's character arc was how close it was to my own character arc during this time. Like, I did not mean to create somebody who was basically me. Um, Danielle's gonna choke to death. Well, Danielle's on, coughing, which needs you bubble tea. Oh, no. Shannon gets nervous when people cough. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's flu season. We'll miss um, you. But um, I did not mean to create somebody who was basically me and who was basically going through a lot of the same things. That I was going through, and it—you probably noticed if, if you've heard me cry on the show—that's exactly what was going on. So um, it came as like this sudden weird realization that happened in our Discord, in which I was like, "Oh my God, you guys, this is exactly me. I've even cut off my hair, like." how did this even happen? Um, Cut your hair off 2K19. (laughs) Right, I guess. So, um, but what was really cool was that once I realized that, I was able to like play out some of those issues that were going on in my real life in the game and turn things in a healthier direction for Tessa, which has actually helped me turn things in a healthier direction for me um, so so yeah that's that's the answer to that question
0: <clears throat> um, did, did anybody else have like a weird surprise like their character ended up in a place that they didn't expect them to at the beginning of this whole dealio I mean I guess it's probably true about everybody but like anybody who was just like floored from like the beginning of say the third arc to the end of the third arc no? Okay, cool. No, Thanks. Not really. <laughs>
6: uh, no,
2: I mean, yeah, Cora went pretty much exactly how I thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so, Richard, answer a question.
4: So, uh, this one is also from Izzy. Uh, Seshmir, uh, what is your favorite song to dance to? Um, Hell <clears> by <throat> the Scroll Nut Zippers. There it is. That's easy nice. softball question. Done. I'm done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Richard. Oh, what? Richard's leaving the room now. What oh, room my God. <laughs> my dream. Mic drop. He dropped my microphone. It's broken into a thousand pieces now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess since Richard uh, decided everybody now needs to answer this question.
2: What? Like, <clears throat> in character, what our favorite song is?
4: Yeah. Go. To, oh dance to. to dance to. To dance to. To dance to. To dance to.
2: What did Cora and Odo dance to at their wedding? The safety nope.
5: dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have to go to my Cora <laughs> playlist?
0: <laughs> Everybody furiously pulling up Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> Spotify Look, crashes.
5: Don't you call us out. Except uh, me, because the safety dance will always be the dance.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's gotta be Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet. That's
1: right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay, Cora's. That's fair. Everyone here wants it to be Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance for Tessa, but that's not true. Not at all. Um, She probably would go with um, Bad Reputation by (coughs) Jett and the Blackhearts.
0: Okay. And Seer.
1: Um...
0: radio gold
3: Yes. <laughs> long silence <laughs> while we decide these listen things. if you ever cut anything out it wouldn't be a problem oh! <laughs> this is literally live oh! Oh! Fired. shots fired oh, the man. only person listening is Izzy
0: yeah that's
3: true she doesn't care um, <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> I'm gonna say death of a bachelor by panic at the disco
0: okay sick mm-hmm. um, cool Amber you're up
3: Okay,
5: so mine is also for Izzy, Um, and it is, was it difficult coming into a game already in progress, and I think on the one hand, like, just the general nerves of, like, me coming into a group that's already established, and me worrying that I'm going to work out with the group, and am I going to be okay in the group, but... Mm -hmm. At the same time, I think it was also really easy because there's already world there built that I can build around my character.
0: It's true. You jumped in with, like, the, the, the entire reason I was like, ah, yes, Amber should probably join our D&D group is I think we were just casually <clears> talking <throat> about D&D, and you were just, like, going off about your character backstory, and I'm like... Yes. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. I think Amber read more about the world than we all did. <laughs> like, Excuse you. I mean, I, whatever. Amber definitely read more about the world than I did.
0: <laughs> um,. But, yeah, because, like, that conversation, I was like, ah, Amber seems good. And then I, I think I conversed with everybody else before I invited you, and then everybody else was like, <clears> mm, I don't know about that. But I figured it would probably be a yes I from didn't everybody. say
1: I didn't know about <laughs> that. No, no, I, I, I like talked, Amber, to, I talked I to you guys before welcome. I
0: invited Amber, because I didn't want to invite yeah. Amber, then not even have to yeah. renege on that. Because, um, also, I don't want to speak for you guys, because, like, that's not my place. Like, the game is all of us, you know. But... But I, I had this I had a decided feeling from that conversation that Amber would be a good fit. And then Amber came to me with like a great backstory that I could destroy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was good. So good. And then she saved the day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 spoiler alert. <laughs> uh-uh. We said it at the beginning. We,
5: we don't said it need to say it at the beginning. Anymore. Spoiler, spoiler,
0: like, <laughs> spoiler. If you know want spoilers you come to the wrong way. TM T M T M. The um Danielle, you're up.
3: All right, so uh, my first question is from Lindsay, at PFDiva on Twitter. Danielle, how often do you think about that dice roll after the Feywilds? And not super often, because I was committed to whichever path happened, uh, like whichever path happened would be the one that I was gonna commit to. Um, And I was pretty stoked for either one, even though I'm really glad it turned out the way it did. Um, So I don't think about it too often. Every once in a while, when I'm, like, thinking about fic things or dark AUs, then I will.
0: Darkest timeline? Darkest
3: timeline. (laughs) Darkest
2: sketch. Darkest sketch. Brian, do you have a question you want to answer?
0: Huh no. Don't no ask me any questions.
6: Everybody <laughs> <all of them laughs> did.
2: And then you put none of them on your hair. on your I head. highlighted them. You highlighted them. Oh. They're highlighted
1: in mm-hmm. yellow. Okay.
0: Um let's see. The Did I see yelling outside?
3: Oh, that's his dog is out again.
0: Huh. Um, again.
3: That dog gets out all the time. Um, he, the dog just jumps the
0: fence. Um, yeah, let's do, let's do a Dora question. Uh, um, sorry, I've decided to eat a chocolate because I'm this terrible. Is, <laughs> this
2: is from family. our
1: our good friend Dora. Happy Dora!
0: Shout outs to Dora over on the couch. Big, big ups to <laughs> Dora.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> big ups to the couch. I
2: know that person.
0: Um. so what <clears throat>
5: th-
0: their question is it's at, at HarpyDora on Twitter it's other than Lovecraft obviously what um, other than of Lovecraft obviously what media influenced the setting and characters is there any recommended reading that might enrich understanding of the setting and characters so somebody put answer Blade Runner under me. This- I wrote that in there <laughs> It's actually Blade Runner probably has like the least amount
4: of influence on Seriously? this.
0: Seriously? In, well,
4: in the whole build-up to this game, Brian talked about Blade Runner, Blade Runner, yeah. Blade Runner, Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, as a visual
0: Blade Runner is is a good movie. It's not it doesn't necessarily when it comes to like cyberpunk tropes that I tried to lean heavily onto, it doesn't have a whole like visually it nails it, but it doesn't have a whole lot of cyberpunk tropes of like people going up against insurmountable levels of odds. Like Deckard wins at the end of that movie. If, at the end of um,
6: <laughs>
0: um of uh, like NeuroMancer, like or Johnny mnemonic or something like that, are probably closer to the cyberpunk that I pulled from. Of because like, there's a reason why all of the bad guys were always just like ridiculously more powerful than you, because it was supposed to feel like you have to fight something way way bigger than you, um, which is kind of the trope of cyberpunk of being like somebody small in a bigger system. Um, but also, outside of that, honestly, media-wise um, is less, like, cyberpunk influence. Like, visually, like, my aesthetics come from, like, a combination of Blade Runner and Boardwalk Empire. Because, <laughs> um, God, I love, I love Boardwalk Empire. That's a great show. The other big influences, I guess, from a storytelling perspective, our character influence perspective, is just, like, I basically ripped off. Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I put a Hellmouth under the city. Uh, <laughs> and you guys all like you know, the the fight against evil was really less important most of the time than like your interpersonal connections, which is
1: Valid. key from
0: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, also like my mood music for it was always just like synthy, aggressive hip hop. So like a lot of The Weeknd and Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar um, I really like Run the Jewels 3 Is like my go-to album when I'm thinking about this When we were getting into the third arc um, the, uh, the, My two like, musical like, I don't make pin boards I don't do things like that I make playlists to get myself into Because I'm more musically focused um, So like my two big songs Going into like the third arc Were like Oblivion by Mastodon And Ghosts by Run the Jewels so just listen to those back to back. That's pretty much the vibe I was going for. Um, Anya, or unless somebody else had like anybody else got any media that like heavily influenced their character?
3: Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> to the Danielle's surprise answer, of no one, <laughs> That's Danielle's answer. To <laughs> Danielle was just Tobias. <laughs> Danielle was Tobias somehow mixed with Rachel. Only I didn't kill him at the end. <laughs>
0: spoiler (laughs) spoiler for Animorphs
3: oh no that book series that came out 20 years ago look I'm working on it I don't think let me be a
0: starfish Danielle
3: no (laughs) no that book was the worst (laughs) it was the worst they're sea stars I'm not gonna deal with that shit also what two parts parts of your personality would you even split into (laughs) Hacker Brian and. or Hacker Dante and what? There's a nothing raccoon. else. A pile
2: of
0: raccoons. <laughs>
4: trash,
3: <laughs> trash Dante. <laughs> um,
0: oh my gosh.
4: Anybody else? Um, actually, I had a very specific list when I was putting uh, Seshmere together. Mm-hmm. Um, the Garrett P.I. books by Glenn Cook, especially the first four. Um, the Laundry Files by Charles Strauss. The. Dance scene from the Brendan Fraser movie Blast from the Past. Oh my god. <laughs> and sure the movie Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. That's Seshmir. <laughs> nice. Good, good.
0: Anya, you're up next.
2: Okay. So this question is also from Dora at Harpy Dora on Twitter. Was there a choice you made that you regretted, and how did you deal with that? Um so Mine is stupid. Like The choice I made that I regretted was Cora's name. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like her name. It was too, like, rhymy and, like, too both in vowels, and I just picked a random name. I think it was literally one of the <clears throat> names that was suggested under Tiefling last names in the D&D book. So I fixed that by uh, giving her a family with multiple names <laughs> and then marrying her off and switching her name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Done! <laughs> Um, I actually have that same question. Is it oh, okay it. that if we yeah, have the same it. question picked up? i been yeah, okay. that's why
0: I've been kind of round-tabling things so, so like even if it's directed at one person, some of us might have input. Sorry, right? Going to blah, blah, blah.
1: So the choice that I made that I regretted for Tessa was let's. I think it was well, she was always really unreasonable and combative, um, and around about the whole elf spaceship saga. I realized that it was just getting ridiculous, right? It was just completely over the top and stupid and and becoming boring in how how like reactive she was all the time. So, it was it was then that I decided that I really needed to shift her into making amends with people and reaching out and and Firming up her relationships with the group. So she wasn't just hit it with a sword, Tessa, I'm mad all the time. Um, so that's what you see like in the in the later episodes when she starts to mend fences with Sear and with Wyatt.
2: Like and, the, and Cora. Yeah, yeah, the best demonstration of that is like the final fights where like Tessa is trying to like talk her way into a meeting and Cora's fighting a giant battle. Right. Like that juxtaposition is beautiful.
1: Right, it was was choice. So, do we want to continue around the table since I piggybacked on that question? Did anybody else have that question?
0: No. Now, do anybody else have a... Want to answer that? Like, have an answer particular for their character about that? No. No, not really. Um, Okay, cool. Uh, If you... Yeah, sure, Richard. Richard, go, I guess.
4: Okay. Okay, um... What's your favorite character moment not involving your own character? Um, when Cora turned herself in to Ada and was just sitting there tied to a chair, sassing off incessantly.
0: <laughs> It I was, love that too, because just keeps getting the shit kicked out of her the whole time
4: and never backs down for being an asshole. I miss that what was happening. The whole scene was just hysterical.
5: Uh, I had that question too for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Everybody answered the thing. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah.
1: I I had I had that I picked out that question also and you know I my favorite character moment also involves Cora. I loved I loved Cora's relationship with Odo, the way it played out in just a nice, homey, you know, comfortable way. when, when we were all getting our asses kicked in the park and they were on their gelato date. You know? And then, and then the moment when they when they dumped the, um, the pancakes in the trash to, to come to go out and have that emergency brunch. I love those little moments between Cora and Odo just so much because it really exemplified, I felt, what we were trying to do in this game, which is show that these are normal people. They're just people. They just also happen to be facing the end of the world, <laughs> right? But so, so they still have those, those relationship things. They're going on normal dates without getting killed. You know, it's... I, I really liked those moments between them.
0: Yeah, I feel like the gelato date fight. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: yeah, that played out beautifully. Like, was, I wasn't even bored.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that was the moment where I figured out... I'm like, okay, so this is how I can do combat without it just devolving into, like, D&D combat on radio. Because, like, I... D&D, like, I know uh, some other people have more vehement uh, opinions about Dungeons & Dragons on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um... It's you know. not it's not by far not my favorite system but it's a, it's a fun system when you're sitting around and you're you're playing it right but it does not necessarily translate good to radio as somebody who watched all of the first uh first like chapter of critical role there's a reason I that that's about the time I tuned the fuck out of the 4 hour pod or the 4 hour live stream right so trying to find that like balance of like like good action and keeping things moving and while doing combat, because like, because like, it's a, it was we had already stopped. Like, it's a show where people fucking fight, folk. Like, there's just a thing that happens in it. Um, so that that was a important. I feel like an important scene of me, like galaxy branding. Like, ah, yes, combat. This is how I do. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think my favorite moments were. Is it is a tie between zero. Finding out who she is, and then going to kill Stanton unsuccessfully, and uh, when we were on the Keeper campus, and Tessa decided to turn around, (laughs) like it's good shit. Oof,
0: oof, oof. Oh yeah. Uh, Uh, I technically I, I can't see what's really hard is like any moment that doesn't involve. There's hardly it's hard to find moments that don't involve my characters. The uh, <laughs> but I, I particularly enjoyed oh, uh, the evolution of the weird relationship between Zero and Izzy. Like, they're yes. like these weird, like, good frenemies. Like, yeah, we're gonna fight, but we're also gonna get brunch after this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no shop talk at the table, like, sort of situation.
5: <laughs> meet, me out, meet me out on the playground at recess. I'll see you at lunch,
0: <laughs> I
1: guess. Danielle, that that actually is the answer to it another of the questions from me this one's also from mm-hmm. PF Diva um, has your character ever surprised you when and how and it was that moment when when Tessa realized that we could go kill with Lachelle like right then although we didn't know it was Lachelle yeah and just that like like when when that was playing out and she stops in her tracks. Um, when we were all running away That was my brain going Hey this is a thing that we could do
0: For the record when they when Shannon did that They had completed the clock for, The mission clock was done All they had to do was leave <laughs> That wasn't even going to make them make a chi- There was like a one stealth check left To like get out
2: Well and everyone just behind her like I guess this is what we're doing Because we're not going to let her go alone And then at that <laughs> yeah, point
0: I'm like so- oh fuck Am I going to kill them <laughs>
3: except zero yeah that was was the best because we were all sitting at the table and Tessa did that and we were all like well that's something and then we took a break where we all realized well this might be the end folks (laughs) (laughs) and then we sat back down and played
0: it I do like that zero like like was like alright this is the mission and then like when it was obvious like well okay these hostages are gonna be fine guess I'm gonna go save my idiot friends
1: (laughs) (laughs) whose turn is it now Richard.
4: Um, uh, Actually, that started no. off with my question. Yeah, yeah so Amber it now. should be Amber. my turn.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay, mine is another one from Izzy. Um, uh, what's one thing about your character that never came up in play? The rice thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that rice thing. Never, I never could figure out how... Zero, because she was half vampire, had like a weird... Uh, counting phobia thing. Yeah,
5: because, like, the, the old stories of vampires, like, they have, like, if they see things that are, like, small things, like rice or whatnot, or, uh, what was the other thing? I can't remember. It's like
3: grains of salt. Or- yeah, they have
5: to stop and count them, and that's how you would avoid avoid them. So I was like, I want to work this into my character, and, and then I, it
0: never came I up. I never could figure <laughs> out how to do it, because the only person who would know how to do it would be Stanton, and he had a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. So. True. And I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> it's okay.
0: Do anybody else have that question? Or have an a- answer to that question?
5: Uh.
0: Is there is there something over the two years of gameplay that we had that you didn't bring up with your character?
2: I'm like anxious and impatient, so I feel like anytime I had an idea, it just came out and happened. Cause, yeah. Yeah.
4: It's fair. Actually, I had two on that one because I had the same question picked out. Um,. One was we just barely came in under the wire on someone finally noticing that was the drinking thing. Yeah. Uh, you Sesh- did that
1: stealthy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, know,
4: I had noticed yeah, it. Yeah, I
1: noticed it too. Yeah. Yeah. I totally didn't. I feel <laughs> like I didn't a too. butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, neg-
0: that's why neg- Seshmir drank.
4: Yeah. Because <laughs> um, actually it all started with Will's story mm-hmm. about Oren and Seshmir And he was like, oh, man, I've got to do something with like that. And so I decided that he was, and that was also the same vice time.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so I decided, nope, he's going to quit drinking. He's going to be heartbroken. Drinking just isn't the same without Orin's bar. And I slowly tapered it off, and then I made one exception, and that was when uh, Zero did her uh, Pezhead thing mm-hmm. and needed someone to drink with. And, <laughs> and, was and I feel
0: like at that point,
4: Sessionbeer also just needed a fucking <laughs> drink <treatment. laughs>
1: I love that scene so much. Eat my fries. Eat my fries.
4: And so that was that was how the whole not drinking thing started and as far as I know I didn't miss again for the rest of the show. No, you didn't. No. Um. and then the other one that never actually never came up was after Seshmir quit, he got another familiar. Oh, yeah. Oh. You could have brought that up. That's oh. not, I didn't even know you did that. You know I don't look at your character's sheets. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, the familiar never left his office, and oh. we never did another scene in Seshmir's office from the point he got the familiar. That's a good point. What was, was this was familiar? It? Um, it was a blue Russian cat. Aww. Aww. And as a side note on that, Seshmir knew the whole time that Odo was stealing his yarn <laughs> because the familiar sat there and watched him do it. <laughs>
5: That made me think too about the assassin's bracer too.
0: Yeah, you never, cut I your never own used hand that. off. <laughs> I wanted that to happen so much.
5: <laughs> I was always afraid that I was gonna permanently lose the hand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like I definitely forgot about the violin as time went on, for oh, sure. Yeah. Like it was just kind of a thing that probably sat in Cora's room. and She's like, "Oh, I should have brought that."
1: Tessa didn't get magic items until very late in the game. It's because
0: <laughs> Tessa was <laughs> you were like a fucking new, wrecking, yeah, or, orbitally nuking everything with just the basic fucking sword she started off with, <laughs> just like. It's
4: boom.
5: not my fault.
4: Whereas Sesmer had this, you know, collection of minor magic items that he was carrying around in his pockets. Because yeah. I kept messaging Brian, like, well, you know, what did I get when I searched the body? What did I get when I searched I'm the like, body? Oh, and this shit <laughs> this is some shit? I have like eight magic items by the end of the game.
2: Two um, Ninja Sashmere ah! becomes a hoarder. <laughs> 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 don't fix those two things over there. Oh, God. Today on this episode of Hoarders. I don't,
0: did I. I don't know if there's anything I didn't. Like, I got all of my. I feel like I got all of my character shit out. Um.
1: I mean you have so many of them brian
0: yeah it's <laughs> true i'm going through them in my head <laughs> i would i, I wish i could have figured out how to like shoehorn more of the interns in because i liked playing the I interns loved the
1: interns so I just, much
0: at, at some point it's like well they're probably off doing the, there's like a there's a spin-off show that's just the interns wacky doing wacky things <laughs> um
2: we were gonna do a one shot was that was us playing the interns but i don't think that happened
0: no we uh I don't remember. Something happened. We can be- end happened. up not being able to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool, Danielle. Uh,
3: what is something in your character that is the most like you? And this is from Izzy at the Shondier. Um, how easily frustrated he is, <laughs> <laughs> and how frustration turns to anger, turns to violence very quickly <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and just like there's there's not really an in between if he's angry at someone and uh, he's super protective of his friends Aww. I'm making heart
1: hands at Danielle, I just want everybody to
4: know <laughs> <laughs> does anybody
1: else want to answer that question?
0: Yeah, everybody else answers that question. It's a good question. Yeah.
1: I think Cora is like
2: everything I want to be. Like, very soft and smart and understanding and just a kind, genuine person but will occasionally snap and kill you.
1: Uh,
2: so you're, like, low-key afraid of upsetting her? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's exactly what Anya wants to be. So, yeah, that's, like, everything
2: Murder. I want to be, but, like, things that I don't like. I feel like bits of me are in there, but it's not me as a
1: picture. Um, I think I've already addressed this, that basically Tessa is me with a sword. Um and yeah, so so yeah that, that's that's pretty simple
4: um Seshbeer is a smart ass I'm a smart ass kind of no seconded <laughs> really? kind of a thing you
6: know? stamp of approval
5: i nice um well I think for me like the whole like the being nervous kind of thing all the time and then the like how Zero's like I'm not really a person it's not that I don't I don't think I'm a person but it's like that feeling of like not feeling like you fit
0: right kind of mm-hmm. oh never mind. it's aquaphor I thought it was lip balm
5: Oh,
0: <laughs> I was giving you shit about using lip balm <laughs>
5: Anya is
1: doing treatments to their tattoo it's never gonna not it be dry it's fine it'll it's eventually a very not nice be dry tattoo.
0: probably thank you um, I feel like the three main NPCs are just like the the three pillars of my my personality <laughs> of like swaggering confidence, crippling depression, and anxiety. Like <laughs> <laughs> Brian
2: is like Brian is the uh, like scary version of don't know someone for like what. 13 years. Yeah. Because, like, they'll create your perfect match, and it's creepy.
3: <laughs> Hell, even two years. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep.
0: So, yeah. The, um... So, yeah, my NPCs were all... Like, the main NPCs were all weird reflections of... Decidedly weird reflections of different aspects of my personality. My, like, disaster son being the main one, I guess, probably. <laughs> um, Let's see. Let's do... Let's, I'm going to do um, a question from Sam. Um, our same MB hat, uh, who is Will. Will. I don't know why I called you Sam. Sorry, because I read First same, three letters, yeah. Sam. Uh, what happened to those puppies Oren <laughs> saw in his dreams? Well, is he dealing with them in his new, less unhealthy, violent life? It was like, so what Andrew and I were setting up, uh, like the long-term plan for Oren, was that like, Oren was going to be like, the avatar for like a new god that was like basically like magic incarnate. Um, it, because Orin was working hard to like blend the divine and the, the arcane together and everything like that. And those puppies were like a weird ham fisted metaphor for that. Uh, and it got, uh, it got a- away from me quickly. <laughs> um, and so it was kind of hard to. Orin was a real interesting case study of, like, what happens when, like, what happens when, like, a hero is just like, you know what? Fuck this. Um, and so that was, I found that to be terribly interesting. I'm also going to go ahead and answer uh, Will's other question because it's pretty easy. Uh, how is Ishii? He's fine. He's good. He's Zip. fine, dude. <laughs> uh, um, Ishii probably fucked off into the city and is currently just robbing people and just having a good old time I, like <laughs> I imagine or eventually maybe left the city when he got bored um, if Andrew was here I would yell at him and be like Andrew how's Ishii so
3: yeah he's at work yeah and he would just shrug and just be like I don't That's know it's fine However, whatever how is Ishii
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um cool I hope that helps Andrew and I had this very detailed plan about the, like, evolution of magic. <laughs> it just didn't go anywhere. So I just dropped that plot point. Um, Anya.
2: So this next one, I think Shannon and I both have, so I'll go ahead and then Shannon can. Cool. Um, it was number two. Yeah. For everybody, it's from the Sean Deere, mm-hmm. big Press. Um, <laughs> for everybody, did playing some relationships, romantic or otherwise, on screen, teach you anything about yourself? Uh and so like for the majority of this podcast i was single and had been for like four years so it like was a weird experience of like trying to relearn how to be in a relationship with someone because like cora and odo's relationship was very real to me and there was a lot of anxiety around like am i going to like fuck up and odo's gonna leave cora like am i gonna do something wrong which are all things that i have in my actual relationship now so it's going great um but like just learning like what I value in a relationship as well like those sweet domestic simple moments between two people and like it doesn't have to be this big grand fair of like extravagance it's just the small quiet moments where you're making pancakes together and like that was really cool because I hadn't been in a relationship for four years and it very much was like being in a new relationship trying to figure them out so cool yeah
1: so, there's two aspects of this question for me. Um, one is, is the romantic relationship, and the other is the relationship with all of the other players. So, for the romantic relationship, it, it told me that, it, it told me a lot about what I need and what I, what I find fulfilling in a relationship, and that was someone who is undoubtedly on my side right so like I don't know if you all remember the moment where I said I'm with you um and I I cried real tears right there on the podcast that was a real eye-opener for me because because that's that's something that I needed and didn't realize I didn't have um so that that was a big deal for me um, and the rest of the relationships, because you know this, this wasn't, as Brian and everybody has said, this wasn't so much of a game about adventure as it was a game about relationships. Um, so everybody here is, at least in some aspect, the person that they were playing. And so playing those relationships out in the game really gave me insight into how I feel and can communicate with and exist with the people who are here with me right now. Um, and I feel like it just brought us all really closer together and with far more healthy and functional and communicative relationships with each other. Um, that, that's something that I just found really, really valuable. A lot of what you hear is us being our real human selves um, and, and figuring out how we feel about each other too. Does anybody else want to talk about this question?
3: No. No. You, you nope. covered a lot of it. Yeah. yeah, I think it
1: also like
2: in our Discord even like yeah. we mm-hmm. have relationships there now, which is bog- like mind-boggling that that is a thing. Yeah. But like we have friends that we met solely because of this. Yeah.
0: I feel like I taught you you like people who are slightly shorter than you with an undercut and colored hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No shit. There I was, hitting on Dora, (laughs) explaining that exact thing. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go over here
3: now. (laughs) Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Richard. Don't hide. Richard, you're up. Oh, Oh, dear. There's no reason to hide. You're not. We're not even on camera. <laughs> you can't hide from audio. Y'all can see me, though. You look cute.
4: Okay. Um, what was your favorite moment from the season? Um, it had to be the I've Caught a Case of Blindness <laughs> episode. I oh, love that episode. <laughs> that whole series of events just brought me joy
1: <laughs> wrestling in the floorboard of that van a <laughs> mask get there
4: and, brunch Andrew was playing Orin and just being well whatever I guess he's caught a case of blindness and just I'm, I'm done here <laughs> I
3: literally don't care anymore
4: uh.
3: my favorite moment was firebird sweet
0: Oh. surprise
3: <laughs> I, yeah
2: definitely Cora, just, what, what you guys was.
0: can't see <laughs> like, during that, that whole recording session is me large portions of me just laying face down on Danielle's floor
3: there was a picture <laughs> and me curled up on the on the futon like oh my god I don't want to touch this table I don't want anything to do with this table one
0: of the fucking jinga blocks was slightly domed it was <laughs> The whole tower was crooked. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off on yeah, I just remember the the visceral feeling of laying face down on Daniel's carpet.
2: <laughs> Jesus. I mean, tying onto the relationships, mine is definitely Koronoto's wedding. Like for the like, oh, she gets to be happy for five seconds, plus like
1: look at all these friends. Oh. <laughs> For for me oh go ahead. Were you
5: did you No, you're fine. I was I was breathing.
1: Oh okay. sorry. <laughs> <Shut that. laughs> <I'm
5: not> sorry. <laughs> I love oxygen, I need it. Well if you love so ox-
1: oxygen so much, why don't you marry
2: Maybe
5: it? Maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> It'll cheat on me every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for for me, um it's a toss up between the just eat my fries zero. <laughs> Scene where Tessa comes to do the the intervention. You know, we who are your friends have noticed that you are popping people's heads off like test dispensers. You know, an
5: intervention thing. Turn your baseball cap around and sit on the right. chair.
1: It's it's a toss up between that and the Tessa goes to Wyatt scene for help. Oh, with that the was heart. so. I
3: loved that. It was scene.
1: so. Just the the visceral yeah. awkwardness, yeah. and I was dying of laughter, but also, yeah, it was just this nice turning point. Yeah. the
3: whole the whole sequence of Sierra and Tessa finally working something out, and then going back, and Wyatt's drunk off his ass. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh I
5: loved that part. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's drunk and doing math. (laughs) (laughs) thank God you're here. He's
5: drunk
2: and
1: doing
5: math. I also liked the part at the end where it's like,
3: and now there's math in all your
2: heads. (laughs) All of our very smart, significant others. Gotta get one of them 16-sided whiteboards.
3: Yeah, for being an avatar of yourself, Brian, Wyatt is very much like Andrew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) The... Like, why is it me if I knew how science worked and not just carpentry?
1: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> um.
1: That was Richard's it? question. Yeah. So now it's Amber's turn. All right. right?
5: Yes? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Amber, good. Um, So mine's from at PF Diva. Uh, which character, PC or NPC, uh, would you want to hang out with in real? Uh,. And I would say Shashmere, Shesh- which I do get to do anyway. <laughs> it's
0: just Richard.
4: It's just me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but, but because of the snarkiness, I love it.
0: Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, everybody answered that question. That seems like a good everybody question. Who would you want
3: to hang out with? Yeah. Uh, Wyatt.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's married to, I'm, I'm married to Wyatt. <laughs> i married like to Wyatt. i hang out with him anyway. <laughs> I'm that's married to Wyatt and I'm friends with Brian so
0: <laughs> <laughs> that episode where there's two Xanders
3: <laughs> well now
0: <laughs> that's um, one of my favorite episodes Buffy
3: <laughs> maybe Odo Odo was really
0: cool I like Odo Odo would probably party hard
3: yeah a little bit too hard for
0: me probably <laughs> uh, I'd probably hang out with Izzy I don't know. It seems weird for me to say that because I'm just me. Like
5: I'm just, I just hang out with these weird
0: aspects of myself.
5: Man, Go get yourself a
2: steak What is he? Yeah. Oh, um man. I mean I don't know. Like I'd probably want to hang out with I, honestly. Yeah, I is also great. She'd be a good karaoke partner. She wouldn't go too hard. <laughs>
0: I feel like the second you get, like, just enough alcohol into I to, like, tamp down the social anxiety...
1: But then it's, like, sweet. It's on. (laughs) It would be really cliche for me to say I, even though that's Mm -hmm. true. But also awakening, you know, I I feel like awakening is just... a.
0: a really neat Yeah, that's a plot her. point I never got to solve. Yeah. Because <laughs> Andrew disappeared on me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I could solve this plot point, but then it's just all me. <laughs> all just me's thousand NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll maybe write that story at some point. Yeah. Um. But, okay. Uh, is it...
4: Oh, it's Danielle now.
0: Well,
3: Richard, Richard didn't, didn't answer. answer. Who would you hang out with? Oh,
4: Oh well, obviously Monty. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, Monty. <laughs> just Richard and his best friend Monty the corpse.
1: <laughs> oh no, Spider Cat! I would
2: just Oh
4: spider yeah, totally Spider Can Cat. Can I take
3: my answer back? <laughs> <laughs> we need to. We need to tell people what happens to Spider Cat. Oh yeah. yeah. Spider Cat goes to live with Sierra Wyatt and River.
0: Oh, I've got yeah. to tell you the thing that you're gonna fight me over.
3: Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah, you told me to tell. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Remind me that when we get to the end here, we'll do some. We'll do some like. We'll do some, like, uh, squishy bullshit at the end.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, Daniel, you're up, yeah. Uh, So mine is related uh, in a way. If you could play any other PC, who would you choose and why? I would choose Tessa. um, And that's from Lids, a.k.a. Spider Angst. Um, And the reason I would choose Tessa is because I think it would be interesting to see, starting from the same point, what would be different and what would be the same I'd be really interested in that Neato. Hmm.
0: Brian um, I'm going to I'm going to answer a couple here because they're kind of, like these are kind of related ish uh, they're both from Lindsay um, it's like, what is the most entertaining plot change derailment caused by the players, and which player or character is the most difficult to account for when playing sessions? Is
2: this the part you talk about the plot that never happened?
0: Well, okay, so the plot that... So so, so when we started out, before we started recording, and I had already abandoned this before, well before we started recording, uh, but I did pepper a number of Easter eggs to it that I think only Richard even encountered, and I don't <laughs> even know if he knows that he did. And
2: I spoiled it for every all the players by telling them.
0: Yeah, the... Um, so the the most entertaining plot derailment is a hundred thousand percent like Richard just like giving the heart back to the bad guys
6: because
0: yeah. <laughs> like I had i am like oh cool because like I'm like all right so they'll ne-, like they will go down because the so the bad guys had roughly the same level of information that I did about the good guys like okay mm-hmm. well they're all strong-headed we'll take advantage of them being good guys and what we'll do is we'll set up this like False flag attack over here, and then come in behind. Um, and Richard, in fact, saved a whole lot of angst. Like, yeah, that priest died, but some bad things were going to happen to I. Um, but because he did that, I'm like, well, there has to be some sort of like benefit to this. And so that you know, I took those plot points out. But like, li- when I say like I built, I built an entire. When I say I built an encounter, I mean I built it with my hands. Like I built a set. Yep. It was incredibly detailed. Yep. <laughs> Every room had little rugs and furniture. Heads Um, hanging on the walls. There was heads hanging on the walls. Animal heads. heads. Well, the reason, well, it's because everything in that house could kill you. That's why there was so many decorations. Like, all the rugs, they were animated. All of the heads were mimics. Like, all the plants were, like, uh, were, like, shambling uh, mounds. Like, it was going to be a motherfucker of a fight. And Richard bypassed it 100%. I'm just like, oh, (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian stares sadly at his elaborate set in the corner. We ended up
0: using it, yeah, because uh, cool. it was also Squeaker's house. So, like, when we came back and we fought the 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 null, like the the archivist, yeah, the archivist, yeah, the dream Yeah, uh, you know, that was uh, that was his house. So, um,
4: yeah, that was a real proud moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty solid. But like, when it comes to like planning for the characters, so. When I first started doing sessions, right, I plan a whole lot. I have like all these bullet points and these like branching, like if then, then this charts to like go off of. And the further I got into it, the less I stopped, the less I started planning. Um, And so like by the time we got to basically the end, now the the end session I had a lot of ideas for because I'd been thinking about it for a very long time. And I wanted it to be perfect. I didn't want necessarily to be as loose as, like, I usually do things. But by the time we would get to the end, like, the last few sessions, last few, the last, like, eight sessions were just, like, three bullet points on a piece of paper and just me (laughs) being like, ah, fuck it. Let's just see why I, like... (laughs) This is the setup. Let's see where this goes. I knew what the end and the begin, like the beginning and the end of the whole thing were, and then by the end of, like you know, then we just figure out the middle. And it seemed to work. Like it seems to work well because I. It's weird that I now understand how everyone thinks and the ways, like like when they zig, I can zig with them. Uh, I don't necessarily know how they're going to zig, but I'm good enough now at rolling with the punches. So the hardest player to uh, the difficult. So the thing is, I haven't, I've just, the answer to this question is, they're so fucking hard to plan for, I just stopped planning. <laughs> and I relied on improv skills to get me through, like, a year's worth of this game. <laughs>
2: this is true.
0: Uh, so, Anya, you're up next.
2: Um, so actually my third question we actually Danielle just did was the uh, what is something in your character that's most like you so I answered that Mm -hmm. so I'll go to my fourth one which is has your character ever surprised you when and how and this is from at PF Diva and I think the thing about Cora that surprised me is that I don't think she ever really compromised her values and there were times where I felt like it would just be easier to do that Um, but I feel like in the end she remained true to the character that she was throughout the entirety of,
0: yeah, I don't th- of the game. not I don't think Cora ever killed anybody on camera. She did kill that one person. I know, she killed she, it to prove, she it that, needed to prove, she to prove that she knew need- no man. Yeah. She <laughs> committed murder to prove a point.
2: <laughs> look, it was supposed to be a really cool, like, Daredevil hallway sequence, and Korra got caught up in the moment and killed someone. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Everyone
2: around
3: her killed, like, 60 people. <laughs> Seer didn't kill anybody, and that's why it was bad. It's fine. Uh, We never saw that on camera, so for all you know,
2: Brian's a liar. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I think she like, I feel like there was definitely some times at the beginning where I stumbled with that a little bit, but like throughout as we got to know her better, I think she did remain true to the person that she had become. So that kind of surprised me, because there are definitely times, as you might think, is true in a D&D game where it's easier to just kill the bad guy and that answer is always like <laughs> dear god would it have been easier to throw away her values but yeah I think it worked out
0: anybody else anybody else want to answer that question
1: I answered that one already
0: did you What's yeah
1: about the about going back oh, yeah. to yeah. the show
0: okay anybody else have a surprising character moment okay I don't think cool. so uh, Shannon, you're up.
1: Um, let me see. Um, this one comes from um, PF Diva's spoiler questions. Um, do Tessa and I ever settle down, or do they just travel until they reach old age? That's a good question. I hadn't really thought that completely through. Um, I think that there does come a point where you physically can't anymore, and I think that they, I think that they get pretty darn close. Um, Problem is, and boy, this is heartbreaking. Is that I, is a halfling, and Tessa is a human, so I is definitely going to outlive Tessa unless violence. I Listen, mean,
0: Seer should be dead.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Eric are only supposed to live to thirty, and we retconned that. Well, Remember when so, we all gained ten years? Do you know of age how, and how didn't magical die?
0: this fucking world is. You could probably live to be a hundred easy.
1: I, I mean let's not just hand wave it, right? I mean Just it's... make a deal with Timatophiles. No, no <laughs> not gonna make a, You're
0: you also the Avatar of Death.
1: Not <laughs> the Avatar <laughs> of anybody. I'm just a paladin. Or she is, excuse me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just <laughs> hastily pushes a curtain over the uh, shrine to death that she
1: has uh, <laughs> I carry that uh, with
2: uh,
0: you everywhere. It's uh, weird.
1: Uh, <laughs> um,
0: no, no, so... Refresh the corpses on it. Yeah, I think I think mean, they
1: just keep going until it becomes a... It becomes physically important to stop, right? Yeah. Nice. Thanks. It's Richard's turn.
4: Um, I'm also going to take from uh, the spoilers' questions. Um, Mm -hmm. Does Seshmir make more abominations for his friends or their kids? Um, As anyone who's read the Spoiler Channel knows, I wrote a fic about this. Um, (laughs) Yes, the abominations continue. They continue forever. Um, But also, Liz threw out one that just had me actually howling on the floor, and that's the (laughs) idea of Seshmir babysitting for Cora and Odo's kids and teaching the and crafts when he does... <laughs>
6: that's
2: perfect <laughs> yes. oh man then just has to be like I love it sweetie <laughs> did did Uncle Sashmere teach you this?
0: <laughs> yes yes we're he did we're going to
1: have a talk
2: with Uncle
0: <laughs> I'm going to thank him so hard
2: <laughs> puts on chainmail.
0: mail <laughs> oh no grabbing Sashmere's lapels like I only have so much fucking refrigerator, man.
3: Like, don't... <laughs> <laughs> They're taking over my whiteboard. What the fuck? <laughs> do you know how many sides that whiteboard has? It's all covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
0: <that's> beautiful. <laughs> uh, Amber, you're up. Emma. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Richard answered a very Richard question. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't even it, see it it so I want to
5: do mine now. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, hold on, let me see where this is at. from. I think this is one
0: of Dora's. Dora, yeah. so is this one of yours? I can't
5: read it from here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Good. look for a minute. It is. Um, was there something you wish you could have done but didn't have time for or you didn't get the opportunity? Um, I think, like... On the one hand, like our originally planned for zero not to have any relationship, but then at the same time, like it would have been nice to to maybe like put that in there so that zero had
0: like something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think the closest zero got was like their really her relationship with Izzy. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Or Radamore. Yep. <laughs> but rat. a rat. He's <laughs>
3: Be
5: that, way sometimes. <laughs> that moment when you put your rat in a tux and marry it
0: <laughs> you know that very well-known moment you know that very common feel <laughs> 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 izzy uh, cool. izzy please I need you to draw this izzy. <laughs> you're pet. the only one listening. <laughs> who can do this? You're it's my only
1: hope. <laughs> I can't help it if I talk sexy all the time, okay?
0: <laughs> some
3: some deep cuts for the future. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, <laughs> Danielle, you're up.
3: Uh, so my question is actually the same one that Amber just answered, which is, was there something you wish you could have done but didn't have time for or didn't get the opportunity? Um, so when we started Arc 2 um, and uh, and Seer had the contact with River, mm-hmm. like, so the th- the problem with Arc 2 was that everything blew up in the span of, like, five days. Right. Yeah. And that was it.
0: <laughs> it's why we abandoned the like the five day a week schedules because like yeah. I realized like I wanted arc so the idea was like Arc one was like season one of a show, like a serialized show mm-hmm. um in my head, and so like Arc one was like, okay, so monster a week, like monster of the of the week sort of thing, and so when Arc Two came around, I wanted to feel more like again I'm going to go back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer but by the time you hit like season is season 5 is the one with glory. Yes. Yeah. 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 So by the time you hit season 5 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it stops being a monster of the week. Sort of show, and it had honestly sort of stopped being that, but it had it kept the same formula. But by the time you hit season five, everything was going so wrong for everybody. The entire season, it built up this momentum, and so I wanted it to. I wanted to like just start ratcheting down the screws to the point like, okay, well, what does the what do these characters look like under extreme pressure? Right, because like they were badasses at the beginning of season two, and I by the time we got to the end of uh, of arc two. It had this really interesting and organic explosion from that pressure. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt so, you. No, yeah. no,
3: it's good. So arc two exploded. Uh, but one of the things that I had really kind of wanted to do going into it, and it's one of the reasons that I even made the joke, is like I wanted Sierra to develop that relationship with River, and like I made the joke uh, when uh, when he was backstage on the key. At the, at the wrestling arena, he's like, "I'm on a date, yeah." <laughs> like that, I I said that because I was like hoping to be able to like explore that, and then it's like, "Oh, but I was it, it was it was supposed to be fake dating. It was supposed to be fake dating, and then turn into real dating." Uh, but it kind of did anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we got there. <laughs>
3: we got there. But yeah, I definitely I wanted to explore that. Uh, relationship with Rivermore and like explore the dynamic between the three of them more except that by the time they got together it was the world, very, was, the world ending. was ending yeah. uh, we
0: had far more important things to handle.
3: Yeah, um, and I also wanted to uh, explore more like how fucked up Seer was from the Feywild mm-hmm. um, but that I, I don't think that really came up that much
0: Anybody else got a thing? Okay, so is it me now?
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna have a couple of things. Okay, I'm gonna combo these ones up. It's a question from Dora and Izzy. So at Harpy Dora at uh, the Sean Deer. Um, so it's for Brian. Uh, what planted the seed for Loom, and why did you decide to start recording? So like the plant, the initial plant was like. So I love, so my favorite D&D campaign setting, hands down, forever, is Eberron. Um, I think it's the coolest. I think it's the most nuanced. I think it's the most interesting. I think it's the one that, like, bucks D&D trends the hardest. Um, But I didn't want to play straight up and down Eberron uh, because I've, I've played a lot of Eberron in my life. And I'm like, well, and I had this sort of thought experiment in my head. Like, well, what does Eberron look like? Moved forward into the future, like what does nineteen twenties version of Eberon look like? Because um, it's already sort of the nineteen forties and Eberron but whatever. Uh, like, what if you stripped back some of the fantasy tropes and made it more modern feeling? And that's sort of what what planted the seeds for how Loom looked. Um, but honestly, from the very beginning, I had a like. I guess everybody can att- everybody be I guess they can can attest like. I sent a very bare bones outline of like an idea to everybody and then as I got responses back for their characters I started fleshing like I sent everybody a skeleton and then used what they gave me back to like just put start putting flesh on the skeleton uh, which is why we ended up with a weird eldritch horror theme going through fucking everything. That's Richard. all Richard. It's That's literally all, all Richard. <laughs> Somehow Richard in- d- dictated the entire like idea of the 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 thing and i guess to that point like and kind of going back to talking about like influences in Eldritch Horror, when when it comes to Eldritch Horror for our game i don't pull a whole lot from lovecraft uh for a lot of reasons one he's not really telling the same sort of stories that we are but two also i mean i guess fuck him yeah, like <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah as like a group of people who really like Eldrick Horror and really dislike H.P. Lovecraft, there's a lot of people who've done very interesting work with the things that he has done. Um, And so if you're looking for, like, Eldrick Horror more in the vein of the way we're doing it as metaphors for, like, the the interesting thing about Eldrick Horror is it doesn't line up really well with Cyberpunk because there are these bigger forces that you cannot deal with. Like, you are a small thing in a big pond and you are replaceable and you are insignificant is the idea um and i think a lot of like i tried to apply those but like everybody was just too goddamn fucking stubborn to be insignificant in this world <laughs> which is very a very interesting story to tell so that's why like the you know metaphorically speaking like you know my version of Narthotep is not the Complex planner with plans so beyond human comprehension that we don't understand. No, he's a petty piece of shit. He's basically a MAGA hat wearing motherfucker. Like that—that you know, that was the idea of like making this like thing that's all powerful, just incredibly small and petty. Um, and there's a lot of like both like cyberpunk and um, Lovecraftian sort of like ultra core sort of fiction that does a lot of that sort of thing. Um, so. There's another thing And then there's uh, From 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 Izzy There's uh, What's the rest of the world like Yo I don't know
2: <laughs> We talked about one place In that kingdom We here. talked
0: about like I honestly Don't have Like my idea is that Like the rest of the world Is stuck in like The 1880s And Fucking Loom is like What if Like Like it's kind of like The idea of like If you've seen like The Marvel Cinematic Universe Like Wakanda versus like technological advancement versus everybody else so like loom is like in the the 60s or 70s when it comes to its technology while everybody's at the turn of the century yeah. like that's the you know the idea is like loom is significantly more advanced than everybody else but like that technology is getting out so maybe by the time next time we come and visit the world things will be different and i'll have a better understanding what the fucking world looks like uh but that's also why like Tessa and I are just like traveling through the fucking countryside, like because there's a countryside. Because it's not like mega cities like Loom are not common. Like, Loom is, uh, there, there's a reason it's a city state that broke off from the kingdom because the kingdom that it was part of is too fucking afraid of this one city because it's all way too much fucking powerful. Because a bunch of aliens showed up and made it cool. <laughs> so. Yeah. The so, o- honestly, I haven't thought about much outside
3: of it. The, the only thing we really established about anything outside of Loom is that there's a somewhat neighboring city of Amar, mm-hmm. and it's steampunky. Yeah,
0: and there's, like, an Indian subcontinent sort of analog that is, she comes from.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got.
0: <laughs> so, Anya, do Anya you're have back another
2: up. Question? I actually do, because there's a very... Easy to answer spoiler question from PF Diva, and it's what are Cora and Odo's babies names? So that's super easy. Um, so, why is this happening? It's like the <laughs> beholder, but it's also a newer showball. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the tabaxi, um, I actually have a face claim for this tabaxi too, but it's not like a face claim I can share, but it's my friend's cat. <laughs> um, Which cat? Um, my friend Lee, she has this... Uh-oh. It's a tortoiseshell cat and, like... I was hoping
0: it was pepperoni. Um, yeah. no. So, like,
2: <laughs> it's a tortoiseshell cat and, like, the base is very dark black and just right down the center of the face, the, like, right half of the face is just peach and just very colorful and the left half is black and, like, very attractive cat. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, my face claim that no one's ever going to see for this. I mean, I guess I could post a picture. Um, but... Their name is Story Rose Nakamura,
6: and then my little
2: my little songbird, um, Erica. Uh, her name is Castle Nakamura.
0: Um, cool. Does anybody else? Add, what, what are? Do you have names for Wyatt and River and Sears kids?
3: No. Um yeah I haven't thought that far ahead because because I did the sixth month
0: mm-hmm. and
3: so I was like I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna think too much <laughs> ahead of myself um,
0: or, or I guess like for I guess like I'm, I'm I'm guess I'm assuming that these weird kids that we saw in the dreamscape eventually become reality
3: yeah yeah I think I think they do I think eventually they have kids um, and either Wyatt and River had biological children mm-hmm. or they adopted. Um, and I don't, I don't know what their names are, um, <laughs> but they definitely uh, get spoiled by Sear's parents. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Sear definitely tries tries to like brood one of them when they're a baby, and River and Wyatt are just like, no, no, don't do
6: this, no, <laughs>
3: don't
0: do it, resist, resist. <laughs> Does anybody else have children?
1: <laughs>
0: I do. In,
2: I do
1: in real life. What's your child's name? <laughs> His name's Daniel. But yeah, um, um, does anybody else have questions on their lists? Have we? Anybody else have questions on their list? The
0: I have a couple more Sorry, that I'd I like to this. get to. If uh, if you guys do not,
1: um, I'd like for us to end with Dora's last question. So okay,
0: um, I have a couple, of, like just a couple of things that uh, Lindsay sent me. Um. Yeah, here we go. It's the if you could redo an NPC, who is it? And oh, uh, what? How would I change them? Um, the if I could, I guess if the the one NPC that I would probably change, or I I wish I had kind of like another role at, is the is Lachelle because it didn't get to do as much impressions of Richard being an asshole as I (laughs) wanted to be. Because Lachelle was a cool, like, in my head, I had built this this complex relationship between the three of them and Lachelle was pretty fucking cool. And also, if he hadn't have died in like two rounds, (laughs) he
6: was,
0: (laughs) if it was a one-on-one fight between Tessa, he may have actually won. That's how fucking of a, like much of a badass that he was, but it was also what a six on one fight. It was just like <laughs> I, I mean I think you can
2: assume Korra wasn't throwing any
0: hits there. It's true, but he there was no way he was surviving that fucking like like he was outnumbered, outgunned, but like Lachelle was a pretty fucking cool character. Um so that's the only one that I would like to get a re-roll on. I wouldn't change anything about him. I would just like to have more time to be him. Um, so let's do Dora's question, and then but we'll talk about want... some squishy post.
1: Can we? Yeah. Can we ask? Can we do how do bathrooms and toilets work? In oh bloom? yes, because
0: otherwise, fucking Lindsay will explode. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lindsay. That's not mean. I'm just I'm been drinking. How since do they we work, Brian? They just do. Magic, I'm assuming it's no, like a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm wave. assuming it's delim- uh, Demolition Man Clamshell System.
4: I don't
5: get that. It be like it's, the Rick and Morty thing where it just takes it to another dimension.
4: It's true. Yeah, yeah. so it's very easy. And you they either, have sewers either, for no reason because... Yeah.
3: <laughs> you have like, yeah. The, the sewers are for water runoff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like you just have either a portable hole or some kind of ridiculous extra dimensional hole Area. So somewhere there's a dimension
1: that's full of loom species. Yes. We're all just
3: shitting on the (laughs) fae (laughs) water. It just funnels into the the rifts. There are big pipes
2: that carry it there.
6: No,
3: this is why Nyarly wanted to get out of the extra dimensional space that he was in. (laughs) God, it smells like shit in here. Um, okay, maybe his so, apartment did. Yeah, suck. or you have like <laughs> some kind of prestidigitation thing where you like hit a lever and it just prestidigitates it, or
0: it incinerates it. Yeah, or it incinerates yeah. it, or there's like a
3: wall of force or something. You know, I'm
0: not like I, I, I am in the same way. If you've been listening to like Austin Walker's um, uh, sort of uh, drawing maps build up to um, to the new season, Friends at the Table, um, in much the same way, Orikon is like really good at being accommodating to like the differences of people like from a physicality standpoint while also being like a bunch of capitalist scumbags loom is a lot like that because there's money in making things for people like they're not they're not altruistic they're not like oh these like you go into the bathroom and there's like a lot of different bathrooms to fit a lot of different bodies not because like the company that makes those toilets loves people they're like oh yeah People need all these fucking toilets. We're going to make a fucking mint on this shit. Like, you know, ha! so. <laughs> like
1: on this da-da-da. Boom! Uh,
4: <laughs> Brian Thanks for tuning in. Whatever.
3: Uh, <laughs> nice. Nice. He's doing a victory laugh right now,
0: no, friends. He's yeah. running around the neighborhood. Okay. Okay.
3: One, one of the things that Brian said early on that... Uh, that stuck with me regarding, like, how magic works works in Loom and, like, what all of these technology things are is, like, you're using really powerful spells and then just putting them into everyday objects that people, like, everybody uses and doesn't think about that they're using. And so, like, whenever it comes up, like, well, how would this thing work? And it's like, well, you just take an 11th level spell and shunt it <laughs> into, like, this clicker. Done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Valid. like that's what the keys are the keys are just message spells that are like tied to each other mm-hmm. so
4: oh god of the evolution of the keys yeah the keys.
3: <sighs> yeah <laughs> the keys oh my god okay
1: so harpy Dora our friend Dora, um, Hi, Dora. asked, Hi, Dora. asked um, <laughs> what would everyone's persona be or in the case of Seshmir and seer what would they look like as humans <laughs> this extends to the what is Sos your
0: skin to- <laughs> Is that the Say what? What's the opposite of a fur I said skin soda.
3: <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's a thing, yeah. Um Go ahead and start, Danielle. What
1: would what would Cyr look like as as human?
3: So I think I I touched on it in the high school AU we did. Um he's Short and small. He has like blonde-ish hair, um, or like dirty blonde hair. Um, kind of just like I don't know, plain white boy. You know, just just small. He's small, small. Plain white boy. Yeah. Do you want to do the
0: look at who that tweets from? <laughs>
2: Do you want to do the uh, S.O.s, or do you want us to do our characters, then you do the S.O.s? Oh,
0: please? let me think of the S.O.s, because I've got a lot to think about. I've, I've got more than you guys. <laughs> oh, <On laughs> you, go ahead.
2: Okay. Do uh, me last. Cora's weird, because she's already part fursona, um, <laughs> and part skin-sona. Um, so I'll go with the the fursona side i guess because we've already saw her as like an high school student in the high school au and if you haven't go listen to it because she's adorable um but her fursona is a kudu right like that's that's what it is uh, Except
0: make it dark brown you're just more kudu
2: (laughs) yeah like just an entire like big fucking deer creature uh (laughs) So, yeah, like, but make it dark brown. Like, they're not nearly dark enough. They're kind of like a tan. So, yeah, they can keep the cool stripes. Cool. Tessa's a
3: panther. Of course she is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk.
4: (laughs) Um, Liz and I had a really long conversation about this. Um trying to come up with who would Seshmir be as a human, and she finally nailed it. Um, there's a film noir movie, Murder My Sweet," uh, and the lead play, lead actor playing uh, Philip Marlowe is Dick Powell. And that's just, that's how I see Seshmir if he were human. I'll post a picture in Discord.
0: Follow our Discord, it's in the
4: link below. The,
0: uh... <laughs> Amber, what's Zero look like?
5: A bat with a rat tail. <laughs> You were saving that one, you it was,
0: like, ready to go. Come on, get yeah, it. Yeah, well, bring it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're already winning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Um... I is probably, like, um... What is it? So, I is probably, like, some kind of rabbit, right? Like, in samurai armor, like, uh, mm, yeah. Yusaku yeah, Jimbo. Yeah, that's real
3: good. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. And... Uh... I feel like Wyatt's some sort of cat. Yeah. Some like just overly caffeinated, sleep-deprived cat. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh. Oh, good. Knocking <laughs> it, it'd be like a white cat with the like mustache. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Wyatt just goes up on his own like mm-hmm. science thing, just starts knocking beakers off. <laughs> Which I'm sure Andrew probably does in the office when he's bored. like, mmm.
3: is he says a bobcat.
0: A bobcat. That's probably fair. Um I don't know about Odo. Odo's Odo's super. Odo's like super chill and confident and can get at a bunch of things, like. Like a. Odo's a Kawadi. There we go. What is that? our Komundi.
1: What. Those are two different words. Describe, describe this creature. It's like it's like a it.
0: South American version of a raccoon. It's like a race car version of a raccoon. I worked with one on that Kratz Creature Show. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Okay. Uh, nope. That is the state of Kuwaiti. Uh, Kuwait.
0: I think it's a Kumundi. I think I may be. Kuwait.
2: Wrong. That's right. It Kuwait. Yeah, it's Kuwait. Odum's
0: oh, persona no, is Kuwait.
2: Well, <laughs> it's Kuwaiti. You can't <laughs> <be> Kuwait. <laughs> I searched with an eye, but it just cut that last eye off. I don't know how to spell this.
0: <laughs> Everyone Googles
2: Oh, was at a the capybara. same time. Thrill <laughs> at this radio. <laughs> oh, it might be.
0: I don't feel a like capybara is dexterous enough to be over. That's fair. Yeah. Uh,
1: so what was the stuff that you wanted to do after?
0: Okay, so um, didn't we have... all some right? So stuff? We had some, like, squishy post-season stuff that weren't, like, questions... Spider-Cat. Spider-Cat. We covered Spider-Cat. What happens to Spider-Cat? Who gets to keep Spider-Cat? We
3: covered that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. siren Wyatt and River keep Spider-Cat. Okay, cool. Spider-Cat's not gonna go adventuring.
4: It'd be he, dangerous.
3: I mean, <laughs> no! They would die! <laughs> yeah, but the idea
4: spider of... Spider-Cat is ...eating Spider-Cat into battle <laughs> is just...
0: <laughs> just people just giving the fuck up As he throwing it Like oh there.
6: fuck <laughs> uh-uh. um,
3: uh, What happens to Awakening? No she helps Wyatt with his uh Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Wyatt yeah, Austin or
0: uh, Wyatt's Austin's Wyatt's a weird Boston dynamics like yes. startup that he he creates. Okay.
2: There seemed like there was a very specific squishy thing you were telling Daniel that you wanted to. So, play so
0: of. this is like some high level spoiler shit. So, um. I redid the in, the end of this season
2: mm-hmm.
0: no less than ten times. I wrote ten different endings and scrapped all of them over and over and over again. To, to get to a point where I felt like we were going to end this story correctly. In particularly, one of the big things that Catalyst is when the team was like, oh, yeah, we don't feel like playing, like, we feel like this is the end of the story for these characters. And I I'm was, like,
2: I was going, I think I was the only one who was going to play Cora again. Because everyone else is like,
0: well, I want to die. I think so. Shannon was on the fence about it. I
1: was on the fence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But like, when. Well, I didn't realize, I didn't realize even that Danielle and Richard. Didn't necessarily want to come back to the same characters if they lived. See like, I had
2: said so many times that I wanted to play Korra so we couldn't do too big of a time jump but mm-hmm. then like Odo had that talk that was just like let's just be quiet and be in love and be normal <laughs> and Korra's like well fuck now I can't come back <laughs>
3: Yeah I, I eventually came around to the point where I was like if, if Seer doesn't die I want him to have I want him to have a quiet, happy time. <laughs> um,
0: and so I'm like, "Well, fuck!" I had to, so I had to scramble. I'm not scramble because we had quite a number, amount of time before between the things, but I had to come up with a new idea because I had planned a number of. In my usual if-then-then-this chart, because I didn't want to kill everybody. I didn't want to party-wipe everyone. Like, while I I had had leaned into the fact that, like, okay, death is going to be a thing at the end of the season, right? Like, you know, there's no... Well, you know, there's no clean exchange. Like, you don't get anything for free, especially something this big. Um... You know, I was trying to figure out like, okay, well, you know, how do I do that? And I had a fail-safe, like a safety valve, planned in if everybody failed their fucking roles over and over again because it's a thing I had to plan for. Because mm-hmm. there's like, I'm like, I don't want to end the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, this is the if you guys really fuck up and the world is gonna actually end. I'm like, well, I gotta have something. I gotta have some kind of out. And the out was Wyatt was gonna like force push everybody away. Well, actually, what Wyatt was going to do was like teleport seer and uh and um tessa to the fey wild because he knew he knew that those two would stop him <laughs> um And then he was going to sacrifice himself. But the thing I was going to do that would make Danielle fucking fight me is I was going to record a stinger that she had never heard until the episode come out of like Wyatt waking up like on the beach in the Feywad or like waking up on a beach in like the Shadow Realm or something like that. Like Wyatt survives the thing. And I was going to let I was going to let Danielle think that Wyatt fucking died for like months. (laughs) 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 Ryan, you're awful. That would have been very good. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been great, Daniel. Daniel Five stars. (laughs) Okay. So, is there anything else we need? We want to get to on this list here. Is everyone feeling good?
1: I'm feeling great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With this is pretty good length.
3: I'm
1: sorry. I just thought of a question. Go time. Go go for it, Dora. What happened to Jared
3: and Delilah? What happened to Jared and Delilah? Delilah uh, went. uh, Back to her girlfriend.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and Jared, well, for a while, basically, Seer sent Delilah and Jared to live at his parents' house just so that they didn't have to be in the city. Um, and Delilah got back together with her girlfriend. And then after all of it, I figured that Jared could help Wyatt if he wanted. But, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jared's just doing his own thing because now Jared yeah. can like Jared has the um, like an apparatus that Wyatt made for him so he can talk. And, like he can still. I think Jared also probably picks up some some sign language as well because like sign language is a totally valid like form yeah. of communication. Um, yeah.
3: That was something that we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't touch on too much was that you know Wyatt built devices disab- yeah. accessibility yeah devices one of the for- things is
0: like why Wyatt was like not quite as helpful in the arc three as he could have been is because he burned. All of the money that he had in the intervening time, yeah. like he just burned through all of his dividends.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So, uh, cool. So what I'm gonna do is uh, everybody watching the stream, and I'll put a link to this uh, at some point in the um in the thing. Is uh, I've got the new logo for season two up on my computer unfortunately it's in a tiff format uh, lou drew it uh because lou's great um, hey,
3: lou. lou, official Ooh.
0: artist of our show hey, i, I love guess
3: them so much. their twitter <laughs> handle is uh small polar underscore bear
0: Yep. hit them up for commissions um so uh get freaked out initially because this is going to be like an infinite thing for uh, for the initial <laughs> thing um but here is the season two logo um, I think they just did a fucking phenomenal job. Um, Here, I'll turn my computer <laughs> on. I, I mean, we've seen, <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: we've seen it. We've seen it. I hazard.
0: have not yeah. seen
2: it. Paper has. All oh, right. Uh,
0: yeah. Yay. Um. And uh, then I'm go- hopefully you gotta tell me in chat if this works, but I'm gonna play the music for a season for the the intro like i've created what i believe is the finalized version of the season two uh music oh
2: we haven't even heard this yeah stuff. you
0: have i posted in chat yeah. the other night oh wow i suck yeah so let's see <laughs> yeah, if the it music, sounds really good let's see if the okay. music plays <laughs> It'll oh, it's be done, done playing here Okay, <laughs> It is done Okay we're going to come back in just a few seconds Okay so Thank you everybody for Coming to This Q&A um,
4: The As Brian continues to make hand gestures at a
0: microphone Yeah, I always make hand gestures at a microphone Even when I'm sitting in my office alone When we're doing remote recordings I'm still gesturing <laughs> at the computer The um So so thanks you so much for sticking with us For 108 fucking episodes <laughs> It's like 250 fucking Hours of content Oh my god and that's not even counting the other shit That's in that feed so like good job You <laughs> Season um, 2 will be a good
2: jumping on point if you don't want to listen To 108 episodes which is
0: Fair yeah, true, But yeah. if you're listening to this you've probably listened to 108 episodes by now Maybe I don't know Kale's might listen in Yeah it's my um, But again thank you guys so much Um Starting on uh, not Monday because Mon like the Monday after today will be this. Um, But the for those of you who are listening to this on the regular release schedule, uh, starting next week will be our amazing game of if not us then who with uh, Riley Hopkins.
1: It was so amazing. It's a Power Rangers
0: style actual play simulator thing. Um, It was great. Uh, we did our usual thing of making the bad guys the most interesting people yep, in the game. Yep,
1: yep we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shall we date them? Mm-hmm. No, nobody's no, dating no. She's them. too
0: old. Uh, yeah. Karen's too old. Karen's like a mom. Oh yeah. right, you're
3: yeah, really, I'm really a mom. I, I, yeah, I, but uh,
0: like they're they're like twenty or nineteen.
3: And that's she's, weird. Karen, that's Karen is literally the know, mom of one of the. I pl- know, of, but you said that like she's too old. She's a mom. She's too like, old
0: for she, the PCs like, to date. A
1: mom makes you too old. I would date Karen.
0: I guess. Did
1: it, did it. <laughs> I can't believe
0: Shannon um, just quit
1: the pot. Where are you
0: going? Oh, she's leaving. No, she's getting no, in a car. <laughs> she left her son behind. Her. <laughs> 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 oh, the, um, oh. uh, And near the end of that month, you'll hear a game of Signal to Noise between me and Danielle. That will be the Building the Bleed. Uh, after that, you will hear our Buck Wild game of Interstitial that we <laughs> so recorded good. like two days ago. Uh, that was super fun. Um, and then at the end of that month, you will hear a wonderful, the last Building the Bleed episode. We're playing a game called Spirit of 77. I recorded it with uh, with Kales and, um, Jade. and Jade and Zach from Fall of the Leader. No, it was Mab. With Mab. Sorry, I don't know why I thought it was Kales. I'm sorry, Mab. I love you um With Mab and Jade and Zach from Follow the Leader. uh And it is just, it, it, it was the galaxy brain moment when I figured out, like, okay, this is what I actually want to do with the season. So it's going to be real good. There's a reason that it's going on just before we start up. Then, the beginning of March, first Monday of March, we will begin season two of The Room Where It Happened, The Bleed. Uh, get ready for space shenanigans. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good fucking time. Tell your friends, please. <laughs> uh, we love you. Hit us up on Twitter at RoomwarePod. Uh, hit us up on Instagram also at RoomwarePod. Don't look at our website right now. Don't look at our website right now. But it's it, soon. It's gonna be really cool. It's gonna have all of the, the you know a lot of new information and everything on it. Um, if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I listened to 108 episodes. I've got all this money. Just uh, I'm so rich. Where do I send this money to? Uh, hit us up on Patreon. It's roomwarepod.cash. If you can't hit us up on Patreon, we don't care. We we love you anyways. Thank you so much for listening. It's absolutely fucking wild that we did this for two years and literally anyone listened to it. So,
2: <laughs>
6: um,
0: so I love you from the bottom of my heart, uh, Anya. Where can they find you?
2: Uh, you can find me
1: on Twitter at aka Anya. I'm Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at BigMomEnergy.
4: I'm Richard, and you can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. I'm Amber, and you'll never find me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's an enigma. You can find her on the Discord. That's That's true. true.
0: (laughs) join our discord it's in the link below uh, if you're listening to this on monday
3: yeah you'll
5: never find me you'll never find me
3: uh and i'm danielle you can find me on twitter at redtailtalk90 and you can find my games at redtailtalk90.itch.io uh
0: and if you're looking for some extra content and you haven't checked out our other show dumb kids playing hero it's an animorphs inspired actual play built on a hack of blades in the dark that danielle did that danielle runs Um, and it is if you like this level of chaotic energy, it's it's all there. It's it's all fucking there. God Jesus, it's all there. So good. I'm gonna get me a starfish. uh, He is a sea star. Starfish. It's a sea star. Um thank you guys.
3: Thank you, You we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.